Kevin, it is a Monday morning, and the floor is yours for some news. After I asked, read you two things. One, we didn't okay. get to a couple texts, and I wanted to read these. Shout out to my 2020 senior, Zach Riley. I'm proud of you. Zach, shout out. Congratulations. Yes. I know it stinks right now to not have all the frivolities around the grad, but congrats to you, my friend. And then the amount of people who want to know what restaurant you went to is astronomical. We will get to it. Won't we, Kev? We will get to it because I'm dying to know as well. When will we get to it? I, I have. After the listener letter. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So 745 ish today. Kevin James will tell us what restaurant he went to, and we will all relive what it feels like to go into a restaurant. <laughs> for those of you who aren't in Idaho, because I think, Idaho, you've you've been able to do this for the last week. Is that correct? Nope. Started Saturday. Saturday was the first day of dine-in in Coeur d'Alene, uh, in Idaho, sorry, Coeur d'Alene. I just go with where I know. Uh, yeah, it was the first day of dine-in restaurant on Saturday in Idaho, and uh just the pictures and stuff looked like it was well received to say the least. It was a, it was a busy, busy day. So what I would recommend is, is you've got about 40 minutes to get yourself into a place where you can sit down, close your eyes and Kevin will walk us through what it is like to go to a restaurant since it's been so long and we don't remember how, but first we do the news. Uh, indeed, it is news time slim, and I am excited to share it with you because we start with the new thing. It's Monday morning at 7 a.m. We usually do the weekend box office, but because movie theaters are still not a thing, we now do the top streaming shows of the week. And we're going to start this week at number nine, like we always do. They give us the top nine list. We do it. And then I ask you for a personal show that you watched that should be in the top 10. It doesn't have to be a great show. It just has to be a show that you watched. Here we go. Number nine, Narcos Mexico. Want to see it. Number eight, The Witcher. Love it. Number seven, Harley Quinn on the DC Universe. I don't know if I want to see it or not. It, the fact that it's been in this list for so many weeks makes me kind of want to see it. Okay. Titans on the DC Universe. Again, because you've said it so many weeks in a row, kind of want to check it out. Number five, and a new one in the top ten this week, Outer Banks. Ah, gosh dang it. TC has me wanting to watch that one. The only negative review I've got about it, I've heard a lot of great. I've got one negative review, and it was from someone who I trust very much, and that's our buddy Brandon. And he oh, said, okay. no, nah, wasn't that great. And I can't get over that review. I can't get over the, the lower review, even though I've heard a lot of great ones. I will tell you, it only gets a 70% okay. on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm which is uh, surprising. I'm probably going to Money heist. Is, uh, let me ask, is, is Outer Banks good? If there's anyone out there who thinks they can sell me on that show being good or bad before I waste time on it, please tell me. Please tell me. All right. What was that one? Uh, Money Heist is number four. Still, still not Netflix interested. Show. Still not interested in that. Yeah, I'm not either. Number three, Stranger Things, Love the it. number two show of the week, The Mandalorian, and that means the number one has to be the Star Wars Clone Wars once again on Disney Plus. Olivia and I are working through that one. We are watching it during bottle feedings, so she's nice. about she's about eight or nine episodes in right now, and she doesn't really care at all that it's happening. 
she actually doesn't care about her bottle anymore either. She simply cares about me putting her back on the ground so she can roll over on her stomach, realize she doesn't know how to crawl, and then cry. Then I flip her on her back. Then she's happy. Then rolls over on her stomach. Then <laughs> cries. And then we repeat that cycle until she takes a nap. Oh, perfect. Very good. It sounds like she loves this show. Loves Clone Wars. Okay, Kev, uh, you had a, a What no, would you a throw 10. in your top 10 this week? Slim at the number 10 spot and ten, Slim's World is what? Now that it's over, the whole thing is done. 10 episodes are out. The Last Dance, the documentary on the 1998 Chicago Bulls, features uh, it's heavily Michael Jordan oriented. It finished last night and you need to watch it now because episode 9 and 10, the Chicago Bulls play against the Utah Jazz. In 1997 and 1998, which means you get a lot of Spokane's very own John Stockton doing interviews in at the warehouse, to which led to an absolutely fantastic post from a guy who uh, works for Barstool Sports that just had a picture of John Stockton in his interview. And it said, remember when the uh, remember when an assistant principal was the best point guard in all of basketball? Because John Stockton looks, yes, he's the best. John Stockton is awesome. He came on the screen last night to do his first interview. I don't know that I've smiled so big at my TV in such a long time. And I don't know John Stockton personally, but we have pride that he's a Spokane guy. I loved it. It was great. It was great. So that's mine. Last dance. Well, it has been weird. That has been the biggest sports thing. Well, it's the only sports thing going other than NASCAR yesterday, by the way, Kevin Harvick, congratulations on the win of the race that will be remembered forever because it, you know, it was kind of a big deal. Very weird to see any of the NASCAR stuff yesterday with no fans. Yeah. See, I didn't see any of the highlights or anything. I just heard that it happened. And it's the sport that works the best without fans. There's no doubt about that. Like there's the revving of the engines. I mean, you still hear all those sounds. It's all still there. The, you know, it's not as weird feeling, I feel, as some of the other sports, but yeah, it was cool. So The Last Dance has been huge, Slim. And yeah. by the way, I have only seen one episode of it, so I have the whole thing to watch still. So I'm looking forward to finding the time to do that. And I'm on vacation this week, yeah. the end of the week, so it may be time to get it done. Do it. It's, it's, uh, real, it's real fun. If you're a sports fan, it's real fun. If you're not a sports fan, my wife lasted about – Four episodes, and then she totally checked out. She was out. And every episode after that, she was like, this is boring. Same thing over and over. It's just guys playing basketball. I said, I know. It's funny, Slim, because I wanted it to be drama and like a reality show. Yeah. And then I found out it was just basketball, so I stopped watching it a little bit. But then I realized, no, you idiot. You love basketball. Just watch it as a basketball show, not as a... Right. Yep. You know, and and so it, it will be entertaining. But I also find it interesting that in that documentary the biggest sports thing by far there's two spokane people who are so prominent yes in the movie yes. i mean the fact that craig elo is a part of it he's a spokane guy i mean we get to talk to craig all the time and then john stockton it's like are you kidding me how do we have two basketball legends right here in our town really, it's pretty awesome really cool all right kev what was your number 10 uh, my number 10 and i wish gosh darn it I, what had happened last night is it must have played through the last episodes because I went to my keep watching on Hulu and it's just been the show I've been turning on. It is Lakefront. I'm, I'm hoping to get the name right. Lakefront Bargain Hunters renovation version. <laughs> Reno, uh, 
renovation lakefront bargain hunters renovation i think is maybe what the name of the show is on hgtv i've got it right here lakefront bargain hunt renovation (laughs) okay lakefront you can see why it was hard to remember here's the deal it's one of those hgtv shows where i've always enjoyed the you know the lakefront bargain hunt or the you know island bargain hunt or or whatever it is where they're trying to find a house on an island or they're trying to find a house at these lake properties. And and I will tell you, watching this show, the renovation version is really fun because it mixes the two best kind of shows on HGTV together, the renovation show and the go and, you know, find a house. Now they mix them together. And it was really fun to watch these people. And also one thing that was clear, we are spoiled here in the northwest we have the most amazing lakes there ever was i mean our area is so stinking beautiful our lakes are so awesome and like some of these places where people were going they may be compared but there was a lot of lakes these people were building homes on or buying a home and renovating it where i was like i mean that's cool but that's that's laughable compared to our lakes. It that's real. That it, it's it's impressive. The yeah. houses on the bodies of water here in the Northwest. Inland we are Northwest, spoiled. As I continue to separate ourselves from the other side, the inland Northwest. Uh, and finally today, Slim, I have one more quick one for you. If you got a moment. Story number two. Also, I just set the DVR for Lakefront Bargain Hunt renovation. Oh, good. I think you'll enjoy it. I think if at nothing, some point, my, don't watch it with your wife. You she'll want to. She'll want a lake house. I, th- I think at some point my DVR will just be record HGTV from midnight to midnight. It's so fun. I don't know why. It's just like my show that I love to have on in the background right now, where I don't have to pay that much attention. Uh, everyone has so. one. In fact, let us know what they are. Four three four eight six two three. What is that show you have? That you just put on in the background. You don't care if you're paying attention or not. What is it? My wife's right now is that medical show where they fi- botched, botched. Botched. Oh, yeah, it's botched. The, it's the worst for me. I throw up when I see it. She loves it in the background. Anyways, your, fi- your final story for the hour. I like see. I like all the stories on botched. Yeah, I, yeah. Botched is a show that I could listen to and never look at, and I'd be happy. Yes. Although you do want to see how screwed up they look. Yeah, kind of. But then I don't want to see the surgery part. Kind of. I'm out. I'm out, out, out. Uh, Good news, Slim. This is just going to be a quick one for you. Hotter than average summer predicted for most of the U.S. Ooh, how much hotter? Well, it doesn't say how much hotter, but it's just (laughs) saying hotter than normal. The Pacific Ocean, especially areas near the Pacific Ocean, could have the hottest summers. Okay. It is that includes California, Washington, and Oregon. It is your news. It is your ball to run with. Will anyone remember what you said on May 18th at 7:13 a.m.? Kevin, how much hotter is it going to be this summer than normal summers? Seven degrees. Thank you, friend. The Jay and Kevin Show.
Jay Daniels. Mike's mean cousin Eddie gonna scrape the butter off the carpet and take that lobster home. See ya. <laughs> Kevin James. Ain't you guys glad you're open to the public now? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. We will dive into a listener letter momentarily. But we have some housekeeping to take care of first. First of all, Kevin, rank this person's background TV on a scale of 1 to 10, okay? Okay. We mentioned that HGTV has great shows just to have one in the background. Here we go. NCIS. Ooh, uh, I can see how it's great if you've seen all of them. But if not, it's got too much storyline going on, right, where you kind of feel like you want to pay attention to it? I think so. I think so. I'm, well, I need a number. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That is exactly what you asked me to do. And what I did was just made up my own thing that I wanted to do. And I apologize. If I were you, you shouldn't accept my apology. I don't. I don't, but I love you. <laughs> uh, uh, I am going to give that only a five on it's, the background. It's the most Kevin James answer to a one to 10 rating question. The show Friends. What about Friends? Uh, yeah, if you, yeah, comedies are great. I, I'm going to give that an eight. The Food Network. Sharon says the Food Network is her number one. Ten. And Ridiculousness. Oh, yes. That one was mine for a long time. I'm giving you a ten. All right, Trina. Trina and Sharon, you got a ten. And to the person who sent NCIS, I actually don't know. We're still waiting to see if there's ever going to be a number given to you for that one. I said five. Tomorrow night, you don't you won't want to miss it. And thanks uh, a lot to everyone who has participated so far on our Facebook, Jay and Kevin Show on Facebook. We are going to do game night Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, and it's brought to you by Uncle Dan's. Thanks so much for being part of that. We will have a little ranch recipe for you to try to join with us tomorrow night that we'll be making. Thanks, Uncle Dan's, for being part of game night. That's tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Come play with us tomorrow night on our Facebook. On our Facebook right now, though, Kev, is today's listener letter. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Fellas, this mask thing is so crazy. I'm not going to wear one unless my boss says I have to or my favorite store requires it. But if people don't want to, it doesn't bother me. Or if people want to, it doesn't bother me. The problem is my boyfriend has started verbally making fun of people who do wear masks. He says, uh, I, I, and I, she says, I've told him a couple times to please leave people alone about it. But he keeps saying things like, hey, sheep, why don't you just stay home? It's so uncomfortable. He says, since I don't think I should wear a mask, I need to be vocal about it too. What are your thoughts? Thanks, Chelsea. Man. Kev, I... I had an experience this weekend with this. I, okay. I want to start before I get into that. I want to, I want to let you go what you think about this. You are a much more level-headed person than I am, so I'd love to know from a more level-headed person what you make of this. Well, here's my deal. I I'm a big believer in do whatever you want. I mean, do what you want, but don't necessarily have to push that onto other people. If, okay, here's the deal. She doesn't want to wear a mask. That's great. She doesn't have to wear a mask. I'm never saying anything to somebody who is wearing a mask or isn't wearing a mask. I'm going to let them be and do their own thing. Now, his point of if you believe that 
people shouldn't wear masks. You need to stick up for it. Okay. That's fine. But the way you're doing it, sir, is not, that's not cool, man. Like you're just being a jerk, really. And do you think that that's really going to make any of those people stop wearing a mask? And if it does, that's a bummer because you're just not being not like, he's just not being a good person about it. So I I had a legit scary situation this weekend, Kevin. I I think some of it came from, I'm a changed man because you know me even five years ago. And this story is going to make you laugh because of how I dealt with it. So we got from my wife's work, a bunch of masks given to us and they're all musical artist masks. So Anna got sent like a guns and roses mask, a rolling stones mask with a big red tongue and a Justin Bieber mask. It says like Justin Bieber and his, Oh his my on. gosh. They're really cool. So I grabbed it on the way out the door cause I was going to the grocery store and it was the Justin Bieber one. So I put it on and for the most part, people are kind of, you know, you see it and it's like Justin Bieber. It's, it's, it's Justin Bieber. So, you know, a couple of people are like, oh, that's a cool mask. Very much the age group of a Justin Bieber fan. Well, I went to check out, and these two guys, probably mid-40s into early 50s, and they reminded me, uh, like, they would maybe potentially have made it on Tiger King. Okay. They, they stopped me right when I got done checking out my groceries, and the guy goes, that's a sick, that's a sick mask. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. He goes, where'd you get it? And I could just tell it was weird. Like, I knew I could sense what was going on. Obviously, he does not like Justin Bieber. Fair, right. Fair, totally fair. I would, the majority of people yeah. I imagine in that store, 80% dislike Justin Bieber. I get it. So I, I kind of feel what's going on. So I'm just trying to get the conversation done. I'm like, my wife gave it to me because she did. And he just kind of, that's exactly the answer he wants. He just kind of <laughs> stares at me. He's like, do you like Justin Bieber? she tell you everything to do? He's like, do you like Justin Bieber? I go, I actually really do. I love Justin Bieber. And he's like, oh, so you'd wear that anyways? And I was like, yeah, I would wear it. I love Justin Bieber, man. Whatever. So I can kind of tell it's going wrong. And he's like, well, that's cool. It's cool, man. And just stares at me. And I, I don't know what's going on. So I finally just start leaving and he starts walking next to me. And I'm like, dang it. What? Come on, man. And so I kind of slow down and he kind of slows down and I kind of speed up and I'm like, this stinks. The second I get out of the store, the second I get out of the store, he now he's no longer around people, so he can say what he wants to say. And so he informs me by yelling as loud as he can in the parking lot. I'm 10 feet away from him, didn't necessarily need to. He goes, you know, Justin Bieber's a, and then he throws his apparently favorite slur out there, which apparently we're still saying in 2020. And I just kind of look at him and I shake my head. And Kev, I did not smart Alec back to him at a boy for the first time in my life because yeah in my head all I thought of was one thing I've got a little baby girl to get home to and yes. if I smart Alec to this guy which I want to do so bad because he is wearing sunglasses inside of the the store so at least I'm wearing a mask he's wearing sunglasses like I'm already gonna win <laughs> this battle right and I didn't say anything and then he of course I don't say anything I just shake my head and keep walking and he yells he yells, you shouldn't be wearing potty like that on your blanking face. And I was like, what are we doing, man? Like, what yeah. are we doing? How now, does that make you feel better? That, that's the part that's weird to me. Like, why do you think that that's so necessary that you need to say it? Just like like Chelsea's boyfriend in this in this letter, you know, it's like, does it make you feel better to call the people, you know, 
sheep and go back home or whatever for wearing a mask. Like, I just don't understand where it feels. If you really are passionate about it, then go out and, you know, try to do something that actually makes a difference or try to make a point that is worthwhile. You know, I, I guess if you want to protest, protest peacefully, do that, whatever. But it just doesn't make sense to me when you take that approach. It just doesn't seem like it's very effective. The people on the text line chiming in four three four eight six two three. Kevin, overall, it is uh, that word you use to describe the stuff that came out of Mount St. Helens. Yes, that word is being used a lot, I think, or it's a similar word to that. It looks like maybe it's not the exact same word in honor of Mount St. Helens' fortieth birthday. A lot of people are are anti boyfriend on this. A lot of people sharing your sentiments on this. It's a weird time. I think, and I'm with you, KJ. The people that are wearing the masks, they're trying to do something that they're be like. I was trying. Would I have normally worn worn a mask into the grocery store? Probably not. But my wife is, and I've talked about, it, and it's like we're gonna do this. I think it's the respectful thing to do right now, and so we're doing it. And it did stink to have someone yell at me about it. Now, I was also wearing a Justin Bieber mask, so I kind of had it coming. Yeah, you did. I mean, that you did sort of deserve it. And the only reason I want to wear a mask is because it looks cool and I like it as a fashion statement. I don't know if it even helps medically. I forgot to tell you the that's other. That's so stupid, but that's so me and I'm and I'm sorry, but I literally only want to wear them because it seems fun. I had a I had a moment in the same trip. Uh, there is a lady there who had her hat on pulled down so you could just see her eyes and the mask on. So all I could see was that strip where her eyes are. And I That's swear awesome. she was my best, one of my best friend's moms, okay. uh, my buddy, John, I swear it was his mom, Kathy. And I stared at this lady for probably 15 minutes while in the grocery store. And we kept running into each other and I kept looking and finally I just, I'm staring at her and finally I just go, Kathy. And she looks up at me and I realize it's not her. And I was <laughs> like, I am so sorry. I have been staring at you this entire time in the store. I thought you were my best friend's mom. I couldn't tell because all I could see was your eyes. And she started laughing. She goes, I know it's so hard to tell who people are anymore with uh, with these masks on. And I thought, this is how bank robbers get away with it. I don't yeah, think absolutely. I would recognize my best friend if they had a mask on. Uh, and real quick, Jackie's going to sum it all up on Facebook about this listener letter today. She said, it sounds to me like he needs to wear a pair of underwear over his face because he sounds like a real butthole. <laughs> Sorry for my language. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Time for a first world problem. Kevin James. My courtside seat that I get paid to sit in at Gonzaga, I feel like is not as cushiony as it used to be. And they need a new one. The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It is a Monday morning and it is the 40th anniversary of Mount St. Helens erupting. We've been asking the question all day just to kind of get a feel for it. Were you alive when Mount St. Helens erupted? I was looking at Kevin's screen because, you know, we're broadcasting from home. We have video chat on. I just saw his son Cooper stroll into his room and give Kevin a water. Kev, your son was not alive for Mount St. Helens. No, not at all. I mean, I was just a little boy when it happened. So he knows very, very little about it. And something that we we were never a family that kept any ash or any of that stuff. So we didn't really talk about it a ton. I saw one of our very good friends, the sports information director out at Eastern Washington University, Dave Cook. He has like a collection of he's got a big thing of ash. 
but he's got a collection of all the newspapers from the day after. So it'd be like the Monday after. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like that. He has all of the newspapers, and it's it's really it's really cool stuff. So we've been asking, were you alive for for the the uh, Mount Saint Helens Mount Saint Helens eruption? And you can let us know on the on the text line four three four eight six two three. But Kevin, I've been dying for this. What was the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your your weekend? We're only going to one place and one place only, and that's the world of Kevin James because you did something that I have not done since February. Kevin, you went to a restaurant. Slim, I had also not done it since February. I had not been inside a restaurant since February, and... I got to tell you, what a concept. (laughs) You go into these things and you're able to sit down and they bring you a piece of paper that has all the stuff that they make and you just simply tell them what they want. What? They bring it to you. You eat it. Then you don't pick up the dishes. You don't do anything. You just leave. Excuse me? And it's all taken care of. So hang on. You get done eating and you have dirty plates and dirty dishes and you just leave yeah. them there? You leave them. You don't do anything. You literally go in there. You don't do anything. You say what you want. They bring you everything. They do all of it. It's and, it's glorious. And hang on. In this place, you said they give you a list of food options. So it's not just whatever they, whatever they give you. You get to choose? Yeah. So here's the deal, Slim. And it's a little weird because everybody thinks that I went to a restaurant in Idaho, but I did not. I chose not to go to any restaurants in Idaho over the weekend. They looked busy, and that didn't uh, didn't seem appealing to me. I I don't know when it will be when Judy and I will go to a restaurant or what if if we have any plans or we. She was so busy with other stuff this weekend, we didn't really even talk about it Hmm. to even to even know. You know, if she wants to or or what the theory is on that whole deal. So I I don't even know. But I will tell you this. I wasn't in Idaho. I was in Washington and I went to a restaurant. But it was because I was in a glorious place. I went back to my roots this weekend. Harrington, Washington, baby. Nice. And Harrington, Washington is in Lincoln County. And Lincoln County is one of the places where here in the state of Washington, they have moved to phase two. And they are now allowing dine-in restaurant. You know, you can dine in at the restaurant now. And we went to the golf course. Now, we went to the golf course. It was my son and I and uh, Amelia, my little granddaughter. Oh, nice. Which actually was the best part of the weekend, seeing her. That's awesome. Uh, we went there, and we were just going to get takeout because he didn't think the dine-in thing was happening. But we walked in, and she goes, do you want to dine-in or takeout? And we're like. You know what? If dine-in is is a choice, let's do it. I love that. And so we sat down and had our food. Now, of course, it's Harrington. There's nobody else there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the good. Some people did come in. Oh, I love that, dude. And they had the tables spaced out far enough apart. They had the whole thing. They were set up, you know, in the right deal. And they it was it was awesome. But here's what's funny, you know, the whole contract contact tracing where you're supposed to write your name on a list. They had it, but I didn't put my name on it. But also in Harrington, 
everybody knows you were there. Anyway, <laughs> that, that's been happening in small towns for 100 years. What? Hang on. 